Rise and shine. It's butt whipping time. It's time for the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. That broadcast school has really paid off. And Christian Peck Dimmitt. Do you want to keep this job? Shut up, listen, learn. The region's only local sports talk show. Discussing it all from the preps to the pros. What time is it? Dance and Simulcasting on AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State. Streaming online at nwksradio.net and the Rocking M app. They are everywhere. The Blitz is presented by the insurance agency, the Farmer State Bank in Oakley, the Cowboy Corner Express, and Equity Bank of Hoxie, Quinter, and Grinnell. Stop what you're doing and listen. Mahomes to throw against a four-man rush. Fires it near side to Kelty. Comes back to the ball and holds it in. Touchdown, Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes absolutely took duct tape and just wrapped the ball around the waist of Travis Kelsey for a 19-yard touchdown. Jackson, quick snap again. She's trying to push the pocket. Jackson throws deep middle for the end zone. Intercepted. Intercepted in the end zone. Intercepted by Dion Bush. Fitz reverse coming to the near side. Jamison Williams gets a block. He's on the numbers. The 30 cuts inside. 25 breaks a tackle. 20 staggers to the 10. 5 touchdown. Touchdown Detroit. 42 yards. Some more sounds from a AFC NFC Championship Sunday. Good Tuesday morning, everybody. Glad you're with us on the Morning Blitz on 1025 U Rock, AM 730 Fox Sports, Tri State. Ross Fulkmer, Christian Peck Dimmitt with you here once again for the next 50 minutes or so here on a what's going to be a very warm Tuesday. If you need to get stuff done outside, it's going to be 63 today. And you can already tell it's going to be warm. People are out doing stuff. People were walking yesterday. People were uh, working in their yards yesterday. I saw a guy trimming trees. Uh, people are getting out and about. They've been cooped up for ever since pretty much the new year. And now it's time to get out and do some stuff. And I'm going to do that today. I think officially today, January 30th of 2024, will be the day the Christmas lights come down from the house. They've been up Ooh. and on ever since. Are you a fan I of Christmas it. lights hanging on this long? Or is it too much in your opinion? Because I'm the last I'm, I'm one in my little area that has them up. Well, first off, I live in an apartment, so I have nothing. Out right, of my I get yard, it. Which is I understand very, that. Which is very sad. I no, get I'm it. Mourning, I'm mourning this. Um, uh, <laughs> however, uh, I will say I'm good with it, but I saw uh, it was a, a TikTok or Instagram, whatever, this weekend uh, of a group of people that went around uh, to every house in their neighborhood that had Christmas lights still up. And this was this past weekend, so the, you know, 20. 20- ninth or eighth or whatever uh and they would sing christmas carols to, to everyone that, <laughs> they would go caroling. <laughs> i thought it was the funniest that's thing. good uh so i will be over at your house before game time you be- singing carols. you bet you Hold better on. be over here pretty quickly is all i gotta say better be over before all, lunch all, all i gotta say is nobody wants to hear me sing anything <laughs> let alone a christmas carol alone uh, we got a full show ahead for you here on a Tuesday. Big, uh, the big storyline of the show will be Chris Gio going to be in studio with us. Northwest Tech head wrestling coach, the 10th-ranked Mavericks, welcoming the second-ranked Pratt Beavers tomorrow night to the Max Jones Fieldhouse. They will wrestle there uh, with a humongous uh, tri-duel is what it is. I guess when you get tri-duel, they'll also have, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Cowley County coming into uh, Goodland as well. But, a huge tri-duel, but the 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 real star of the tri-duel is 10th-ranked Northwest Tech versus 2nd-ranked Pratt Community College, and really the 
KJCCC uh, title is on the line tomorrow night. We'll have Chris Gio uh, in studio to talk about that and promote it and talk about his wrestlers. He usually comes in about once a year and visits us about Northwest Tech Wrestling, and what a better time than this Tuesday to do that. Uh, so Chris Gio, look forward to having him in and talking about that. We will also look back uh, at the end of the show, looking back as well as the Lions, what went wrong for them, uh, not only in, the, in their respective championship games, but what is wrong with them going forward? Why are they not able to advance to the Super Bowl, and what can they get corrected possibly to put themselves in a good position uh, to move forward? Uh, we'll get to that coming up a little bit later on as well but we all know it's a it's a tuesday which means high school hoops is on tap for tonight a full slate highlighted first and foremost by a very busy day in grainfield as well as in grinnell as that is the site of this year's 2024 uh wkll or the western kansas liberty league basketball tournament it gets going today and rolls through the week uh real quickly the first round matchups first the boys will be playing in grainfield uh, and they will be these first round matchups: one seed Northern Valley versus the eight seed Wheatland Grinnell, four seed Weskin versus the five seed Western Plains Healy, the second seed Logan Palco versus the seven seed Tri Plains Brewster, and Shylin is the three seed and the number versus the number six seed Golden Plains. Those are your first round matchups on the boys' side. First and foremost, Northern Valley, Weskin, Logan. I could see it being chalk in the first round. Those. Those top three, those top four seeds are are very are very good basketball teams, and I could see those all advancing into the next round. On the girls' side, which will be played at Grinnell, which I haven't been in Grinnell's gym in such a long time. I think I've been there one time. It's very small, but it's pretty cool. Uh, Grinnell will have the gir- the girls' bracket. First round will be top seed Golden Plains versus Western Plains Hill. You've got Logan Palco, Northern Valley in the four five. Wheatland Grinnell Weskin in the 2 7, and then Shylin Triplanes Brewster in the 3 6. That is your girls' first round matchups, which get going once again today from Grainfield for the boys and Grinnell for the girls. So uh, good luck to all the WKLL basketball athletes as they begin their tournaments today. Also, I forgot to mention this last night was a makeup game. Wallace County beat Greeley County, swept them in boys and girls basketball. Girls' score was 53-28, boys 60-35, a pair of wins for Wallace County last night. Of course, we have a ton of other games going on as well in our listening region here on this Tuesday. Rollins County going to Hitchcock County, Nebraska. St. Francis will host Oakley. And Hoxie will be on the road at Smith Center. By the way, that ought to be a pretty decent girls' game. Uh, Smith Center usually pretty darn good in girls' athletics and girls' basketball being one of those. Uh, that ought to be a decent game on the girls' side. But we all know, we talked about Hoxie yesterday, how good they've been with a perfect 14-0 record and a couple of nice ranked teams, pelts on their wall so far this year. So uh, that I still think that ought to be a good game between Hoxie and Smith. That's kind of become a nice little rivalry in the MCL between those two girls' programs because they're usually pretty good. Uh, and it all happens a lot in volleyball as well. So. And then we'll have, of course, coverage on our radio stations of Colby hosting Norton and Goodland playing host to Burlington here on a Tuesday night. Christian, how excited are you to welcome in the Blue Jays to the event center this evening? (laughs) Uh, Pretty excited, to be honest, because I think both games will end up being pretty good. Uh, Last year, the girls' uh, game between the Blue Jays and the Lady Eagles came down to 
I mean, the very last second it needed a, a last second uh, shot uh, that Yancey Walker called a miracle to win. And uh, I, I think we're going to be in store for maybe not that close of a game, but I think a pretty back and forth one. And this is a team in the Blue Jays that's coming in uh, playing pretty good basketball right now. They have three losses on the year, and those are to Hoxie, Hoxie, in Goodland. So three of the very best teams in the area and in the state. And though, if you're going to have three losses uh, on your resume, those are probably the three to have. And outside of uh, one of those losses being their first game of the year, it was a 29-point loss to Hoxie. Everything else has been you know, relatively tight in terms of the loss category. And I'd be, I'd be pretty interested to see particularly – how they shoot outside in their defense because they shoot 26% from three and the Lady Eagles are a team that defend the long line very well. Opposing teams shoot, I think it's just under uh, 17% from three do opposing teams shoot against Colby and that's a ridiculous number. And despite the 26% number, for the Lady Blue Jays, they've had games where they've lit it up from beyond the arc. So I don't know if they can get hot, how much that changes this game. And then their defense, Yancey Walker mentioned that this is a team that plays a ton of different defenses. They'll show you a plurality on that side of the ball. A little bit of that 1-3-1 that uh, the girls have made uh, in Goodland so popular and They'll show you a bunch of man and maybe even a two, three. They'll, they'll give you a bunch of different stuff. But he also mentioned that it's very different playing a team like Goodland that shows you a bunch and a team like Norton that shows you a bunch because you go down to Goodland and you know that all the different defenses they're going to play against you, they run very, very well at a high level. And he really just said that it kind of depends if Norton can do the same thing. They don't know as much about the Blue Jays because they've played them not very many times, four times in the last six years uh, have they played the six years being the time that Coach Yancey Walker has been with the Lady Eagles. So if they come out and they can play all these different defenses that they'll show you at a high level, that might throw off the girls a little bit. Granted, the very experienced Lady Eagles squad used to seeing a lot of different defenses, but Goodland is a team, and if we're comparing these two, that has given Colby a little bit of trouble this year. And so I'm expecting a very high-level matchup on the girls' side. Uh, boys, the the Eagles are in desperate need uh, of a bounce back here. And we talked yesterday about if you look at their last three games, each one is very easily explainable. A red-hot Holcomb team that has yet to lose in their own gym. The number two at the time, now number three-ranked team in the state, and the number one ranked team in the state who you had to play those last two on back-to-back days. Each one of them, very explainable, very easy to see why you lost. And then suddenly you kind of look up and you're like, oh, we're on a three-game losing streak and we've got a very tough schedule ahead of us. So I think it's a lot, while you can say and analyze a whole bunch about what's going to happen physically on the court, I think it has to uh, has a lot to do with the mentality of the Eagles, and this is a little bit of a younger squad, as we've mentioned many times. Only one returning starter, Guy Tubbs, of course, from a year ago. 
I think it's how well you rebound and how well you can kind of pick your chin back up and be willing to say, you know, get back out there. And it is at home and it is against a good Norton squad, but I think they are, for lack of a better word, beatable if you're Colby. I think both games tonight could go either way. Like you said, it's a coin toss. These are both very good programs. Um, Great coaches on both sides. Uh, Norton had, for the longest time until the last couple of years, had two of the longest tenured coaches. George Rossi, who had been there for 20-plus years, he recently stepped down, uh, and Sherry Brooks took over. I think that's her name. I believe it's Sherry Brooks. Uh, took over the pro, took over that uh, program there at Norton, and has done a decent job. She has some nice pieces like Janessa Reuter, who's their best player. She's a very good player, is Janessa Reuter, uh, and, and and can really f- score it in different ways, mid-range game, attacking the bucket, getting downhill, and of course also knocking down threes. She's pretty talented. Um, so they have that going on. Um, you also in this. Uh, on the and then on the boys side, you've got Doug Rusink, who's been there for I think thirty plus years, has over I don't even know three hundred plus wins. I, I that I think I'm actually selling him short. I think it's over five hundred wins. He's been amazing in his career. Uh, there has Doug Rusink. He's been so good, and he's always had a pretty darn good program. And the thing is, Norton has athletes. That's the thing. They've got great athletes. This I always look back. How did you do in other sports prior to the sports you're playing? Well, look at football. You made it all the way to the state semifinals in 2A. They've got good athletes. Tyce Melvin is a good, quick point guard, but I'm a huge fan of two guys, Eli Jones and Roman Hauser. Those guys are athletic guys, really well-built guys. Eli Jones has got the wettest jumper I've seen all season. It is slick. My goodness. It, I, I swear, I, when, he, when they played good, then I don't think he ever hit the rim. I mean, he was he was everything was center cut. He is so good, and he's a phenomenal quarterback on top of that in the gridiron. But he really shot the ball well in the in the topside tip-off. And Roman Hauser is a guy who maybe doesn't have the same amount of spring in the legs that Guy Tubbs has, but he's a guy who can match up physically with Guy Tubbs. They're about the same size, 6'2", 6'3", very good broad shoulders, big body guys. That'll be a great matchup for Guy and for Roman to go at it. And those, so those two guys right there, they're all league-type guys. Um, they're great rounded athletes, a lot like Guy Tubbs and Jordan Jones. That'll, that'll be a really good matchup. That boys game ought to come down to the last couple of possessions. I really do think it will. be very entertaining. So I, I look forward to seeing how that game shakes out tonight. I'm incredibly excited for it. And just a quick programming note as well. Uh, Hugaton's game that... We are hosting. It's in the event center. It's going to be on Saturday, not on Friday. I, that was a change uh, a couple of days ago, and it was essentially so that they can play in the event center, but that will be tipping off at 2.30 Central on on Saturday. Because on league Friday. wrestling is on Friday. Northwest yes. Kansas league wrestling is on Friday. And just in case they go a little long, they don't have to be in a rush. I guess that'd be the, that'd be my explanation. Well, I guess uh, the original plan had just been play in the high school, uh, oh. which I guess had was less than they were kind of like uh conference together. Hey, why can't we just push it a day and play in the event center instead? And, I guess it was that simple. So Colby Community College wasn't home, so I guess you can make that work. Exactly. So there you go. Big game tonight on 100 Points of the Ride. Norton and Colby. That'll be a really good one. Uh, Christian, of course, have coverage for you um, with that. I'll have coverage tonight here in Goodland as the Cowboys and Cowgirls host their rivals just down I-70 and across the border, the Burlington Cougars. 
Um, this ought to be a very... I, I'm intrigued to see what it's like uh, tonight. Last, you know, Goodland has gotten the best of Burlington the last few times, both boys and girls. Um, but Burlington always has some nice pieces. Uh, led the last couple of years by the Williams siblings. You've got Kazaya on the boys' side and Kiara on the girls' side. And those are some very talented uh, basketball players. There's no doubt about it. And they can really fill it up. Um, and the thing is, on the girls' side, they have two to three other really good players uh, this year. So they're, they're really trending in the right direction. This is a team that finished third last year at the state tournament uh, in Colorado. And we're just two points away from playing for a state title. Uh, they were pretty close to, to doing that. So And they returned a lot of pieces from that club from that team last year. So I think my thought, my first thought is hopefully the Cowgirls don't let one loss, a stinging loss to Hoxie to an extent. It doesn't let that compound into two because this Burlington team is a team that can beat you if you if you let them do some things that like they want to do. If if you're not playing sharp enough defense, you let Williams get hot. They've got Trinity Holmes, which is another good piece. Uh, they they've got some nice pieces. So you got to be prepared to come to the gym tonight, ready to go to work because this is a really really good uh, Burlington girls team. Uh, I think they only have two losses on the season. Although it is fascinating to see when you when you see the the teams when they cross, you know, they play these teams in Colorado and then they come over and they play teams in Nebraska and and in and in Colby or sorry, in Kansas for the topside tip off and they kind of have their struggles with a little bit, but they dominate in Colorado. So, it's interesting to know, but I wouldn't let that uh I wouldn't let that what do I want to say distract you from the fact that this is a very good girls basketball team. They're going to be good and and on the boys' side, like I said, they've got a couple of really good guys. They're not extremely deep as they've been like they were last year. They were deeper. They're not as deep, but Kaziah Williams is a really good player, uh, and they've got some other good players there as well. Um, and so, But I, I think if the Cowboys come out and do what they do, which is, as Coach Mikey Dahl says, when you have a team that loves to play the game of basketball, uh, you know, you get these type of performances. That's what they've gotten the last few times. And I think if they come out and play the game like they have the last couple times, they should be able to take care of business, especially at home. But... A uh, couple of interesting games, and because it's kind of a rivalry game a little bit, that I always say you just never know what can happen because certain things can happen and things can start rolling in the right direction or the wrong direction depending on who you are and end up with a loss or a win that you maybe expected or didn't expect because of rivalry games. But I expect it to be uh, an interesting night inside the Max Jones Fieldhouse as Goodland hosts Burlington, of course, coverage on 1025 Rock. I am definitely more interested in that matchup on the girls' side, not to say that it won't be interesting on the boys' side, but you're absolutely right. Every team I've seen come over from Colorado uh, is very physical, and depending on the referee squad, sometimes that gets them in trouble, and sometimes that allows them to uh, be a little stronger down low. And the one game that Colby has played in Colorado, it was pretty much the same thing in reverse <laughs> where they're they're letting a lot go over there and you ask any referee they're even uh rep game different when they're over in Colorado versus when they're in Kansas it's just a different ball game and I think depending on the way the whistle goes that will aid Burlington it was a long time ago uh, when the Lady Eagles met them in the semis of the top side so you can't say a whole lot about them being the same team. Uh, they change over time, of course, and that was way back in, uh, was that November? No, nah, December. Uh, I was going to say. Early December. I think it was, yeah, Seasons early don't start December. till December 1st, really <laughs> November 30th. So, now, like I said, I, so yeah. that was a good game, but 
Kiara Williams, uh, you said she can fill it up. That's absolutely right. She's she's kind of a monster on, on both ends, and she did a bunch, obviously, to a little bit of a smaller Colby girls team, but she can dominate the paint if you let her. She's a first-team Colorado 2A All-State player as a sophomore, and so more than likely will continue to be one this year and then into her senior year, more than likely. She's a, she's a really good player, and they've got some other pieces, Trinity Holmes, uh, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Neal, uh, there's another Reagan Simpson, I think is the other girl. They've got some other nice pieces over there in Burlington uh, that could cause some issues if, once again, if you're not taking care of your business. So um, we'll see. I think that girls game, like I said, entertaining. Uh, we'll see about the boys game. They have the pieces to hang around as Burlington, but I think, you know, Goodland's depth is, it's out of this world this year. It's so good. They can go nine, 10 deep if they want to. And uh, it's, there's not much of a drop off really. So, all right, we've got, there you go. That's your that's your hoops tonight. Higher. That's your scheduled hoops for today. Uh, lots going on. Well, we'll recap it all, of course, on tomorrow's show. Let's get to a break. When we come back. Chris Gio, he is in studio. He'll be joining us next, talking about a huge tri duel coming up uh, with Cowley and, of course, the second ranked team in the nation, Pratt, to face off against his tenth ranked Mavericks. That's next here on the Morning Blitz. Stick around.